So gas prices are insane today. It is currently um, June of 2022 and the average gas cost, and that's like regular, like, you know, there's unlead and I don't know the other ones, (laughs) super and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Like it's anyway, it's sitting between like $4 and 55 cents to $4 and 70 cents a gallon. Now that's here in San Antonio, Texas. It's different across the nation and also around the world. Um, But from what I'm seeing currently here in the good old San Antonio of Tejas, around $4 and 55, 65 cents. Uh, it's a lot of money, you know, it's, it's essentially double what we were paying just a couple years ago. So you're going to have a lot of people that are going to blame the presidency for this, which I mean, is, is probably accurate. Um, I think it goes a lot deeper than just who's, who's in office of the president. Yes, they have a lot of quote unquote power or control of how some of that operates. Of course, um, to clear that up, our current president, uh, Mr. Joe Biden, he, uh, has blamed COVID and Vladimir Putin, that's the guy in Russia, um, for our gas prices. And, you know, I'm sure you can go down that rabbit hole of research and maybe find some kind of connection or not. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, it just all sounds outrageous, the whole thing. Not just what he says. I'm just talking about in general, like, we're paying so much. And there was a time where, like, if you did research on the barrel and the U.S. versus overseas versus, uh, you know, how much we purchase from uh, resources and from other countries and nations and etc. and etc. Um, they, they've come to realize like, hey, we've been, I don't know if you've looked into fracking. Um, it's a whole political thing now. It wasn't at one point, but now it is. Allegedly, the U.S. can, you know, really take care of themselves when it comes to gas. Like, we don't need to rely on other nations or countries for purchasing barrels of oil and gasoline, etc. Eh, you know, like, it's just one of those things. It's like, who do you believe? What do you believe, you know, anymore? It's just all outrageous. Um, but I was having this conversation yesterday um about how everything's just so like political now as a kid i would have never looked at gas gas prices i would have never cared you know uh but then you start driving and paying for your own gas and all of a sudden that stuff matters it's like hold up why is this so expensive and um, i think i've even said in an episode before that i'm actually very grateful for former president barack obama because him winning the election made my ears perk up and pay attention to like, oh, snap, maybe I should pay attention to who's running for anything, not just president in general. It's not that I like despise the guy or didn't want him to be president. I actually thought like, hey, cool, like our president or our nation's finally uh, getting someone different in the president. By different, I mean not like an older uh, white male just being honest you know it was a race thing like oh snap we got a black president that's pretty neat um but if you paid attention to policies and uh health being a big one and blah 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 adult stuff adult stuff um you know you you start to realize like man you should pay attention to what's going on 
as a kid, you really don't want to. Um, you know, it's all just so overwhelming, and, and there's so much information, and the arguments and debates, and just it goes back centuries of, of what people fight over and the passion of of how. I mean, some people. Oh my gosh, man, they're. they're their political beliefs are their everything. And I feel sad for people that live like that. Like, like they're, they're borderline worshipping politicians and uh, political policies. It's, it's sad. It's very tragic that people live like that. Like, I'm all for being patriotic. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, for one, love America. And if you would open your eyes, you would see that uh, the rest of the world wants to be like America. So that's something to be proud about. But, you know people are people and especially Americans. Americans are Americans and they, oh man, it, it just grinds my gears when uh, these young folks try to like trash America. I know I've said all this stuff before. What I was getting at though is that you can try to live your life as you please and you're going to be forced at some point to pay attention to things that maybe you don't want to pay attention to and it actually will damage you if you choose not to pay attention politics being a big one um yesterday when me and my buddy were just talking about gas prices we ended up going down the the rabbit hole of uh political policies and beliefs and and you know how we're forced to just kind of follow two parties which is not how politics was meant to be um at all you know democracy wasn't supposed to sit around just uh, Democrats and Republicans, right wing and left wing. That's all you hear about, and it's sad, but it's it's true, man. It's just like which one do you believe in? There's only the two, and that's not true. There's the independent, and there's the green, and there's all these other <laughs> groups that just completely get ignored or dismissed or forgotten about because of the the two parties that are crying the most. And uh, that's very sad. And so when you start to get into politics, and, and in America anyway, it's a hot mess. It's just, it's disorganized. It's, uh, it's very, like, monopolized on how, how you have to go about doing things. And then when you start looking at just, uh, okay, what's the famous quote? There's, there's two things that are certain in life, and that's death and taxes. And that revolves around politics you know like it's it all comes back to it and everything is just getting politicized in such a very nasty way and so um this is why i i well not the main reason but this is one of the big reasons why i my faith in god grows stronger every day because i don't want to be one of those people that are like relying on politics you know um it's all about like good vibes and good energy and and politics and it's like that's it's kind of pathetic that's kind of sad i mean maybe pathetic is a harsh word but i guess what i'm trying to say is like when all you can do is hope for the best in people when when humanity in itself is kind of garbage um i mean that's scary when you really think about it if you really really want to put your mind on on how humanity is and how politics are it's it's all nasty and vulgar and selfish you know um and I, i've said my two cents about religion quite a bit and i can tell you that I, I have no problem repeating over and over that i can't stand religion and religion is just as bad as politics 
they really are. I mean, if you really get into researching what religion truly is, and it's just as selfish, it's just as um, annoying and bothersome, and, and the passionate belief system in religion is just hot garbage. It's not. It's not faith at all. You know. When I hear things like faith in humanity, the unfortunate truth is that phrase has become a meme. It's become like a, a uh, just a catchphrase for the internet. You know, faith in humanity. I, I now have faith in humanity because of how certain people react. It's, it doesn't mean what it should mean anymore. So I, I believe in having a genuine, true faith in God, not religion. And that people should study for themselves and find out for themselves what's true and what isn't. America is a mess. When you hear people talking about my truth and your truth, what does that even mean? You know, like, oh my gosh. When we started talking about gas prices yesterday, we ended up going down the rabbit hole of of, uh, gender beliefs. You know, like while America is struggling to figure out uh, what gender even means the rest of the world is paying attention to like financial policies and figuring out bigger world issues and here we are trying to be like I want to be able to dress in a dress regardless of what gender I am and and not even be considered as far as gender goes you know it's so complicated like okay and this is an this is an honest genuine issue of today like imagine I was at a restaurant and the server uh, was a, a woman but they are looking or trying to look like a man. Um, would I be disrespectful to call them a ma'am? Like, yes, ma'am, or say, yes, sir. Like, that's a genuine issue in America. Like, you don't know if you're disrespecting somebody by trying to be cordial, by trying to be polite, um, because they have their own personal like, okay, let me use this as an example. I've, I've, if you know me and you've listened to these episodes, you would know that I, I don't like religion. I just got done saying it moments ago. But if someone called me religious, I wouldn't just go off on them and be upset and be like, how dare you call me religious? You know, I wouldn't blow up on them because they're, and I'm, not, I'm properly using this word here, they would be ignorant of what I believe in. That doesn't mean they're dumb. That doesn't mean that they're dumb people and they don't know, you know, don't know any better. They're just dumb. No, it's, I'm not being derogatory. It just simply means that they don't know what it means to have a lifestyle and faith versus a lifestyle and religion. It's hard for people to understand that sometimes. So I would be understanding. I would be considerate of that fact and be like, if they call me religious, that doesn't mean I have the right of being like, how dare you? You know, get out of my face calling me religious. You don't know, you know nothing about me, blah, blah, blah. You know, why, that doesn't make any sense for me to blow up on that person. The same way I would like to assume that it wouldn't give anybody else the right to blow up if I caused you the wrong pronoun because you believe in pronouns. Get what I'm saying? Like, it just seems weird that people would get so irate over something that they personally are passionate about that perhaps someone else may be ignorant of. Maybe that's too complicated. Maybe I'm overthinking the whole situation. But that's, that's like a common thing that happens today. I mean, look at Twitter. Twitter is a good example of people opening their mouth and being like so disruptive and upset and annoyed with other people 
and being very emotional, like, how dare you say these things, even though you're ignorant, it, it would, I feel like we, the whole purpose of uh, being so informative and so involved in uh, having a smartphone and, and all knowledge at your fingertips at all times is so that you can educate yourself and trust others to do the same. And when you run, in, run into somebody that doesn't know something, you shouldn't blow up on them or make fun of them. It's like, well, hey, let me tell you what I've run into in my own research and help you out. It's like the epitome of bullying, which I've talked about before in an entire episode. Bullying revolves around two things, insecurity in the person who's bullying, uh, whoever is the bullier, if you're the bully, then you have insecurities and they're flaring up through bullying. And then the second uh, primary reason is because you found an easy target in someone who's ignorant of what you believe in. And uh, it, a good example would be like, um, let's just say you're a car person and you're really into cars and you know everything about them. You know what's under the hood. You know what's right to use, what's not right to use. You know everything about uh, the, the type of gas to use. You're, you're just everything. You're just totally into cars and you run into somebody that doesn't know jack about cars and you make fun of them for it because it's like, what? You don't know this? This is, this is common stuff. And it's like stuff that you're used to and read every day about that they know nothing about. And so you pick on them because they're an easy target because they're ignorant of something that you know about. It's bullying. You know, that's, you know, and it's one thing to like just kind of make fun of them and then follow up with like, well, anyway, you know, the only reason I did this to pick on you. But the truth is, I'm actually really into this. And that. But most people don't do that. Most people are like, hey, other car people help me pick on this guy that doesn't know jack about cars because they're an idiot. And that's Twitter. <laughs> that's 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 the epitome of what Twitter is, you know, uh, finding people you can relate with and have interests, same interests with. And then you find somebody that doesn't have that and you just like mob them. You completely mob them on Twitter. Cyberbullying comes from that exact fact that people like find a way to mob out other groups and be like, I know more than you. And uh, ironically, this does go back to religion because that's kind of where all of this started years ago, centuries ago even. Um, religion was pushed more than the government was. And uh, that is where the source of all these problems come from. And you're going to see this many, many times repeated. Uh, it's, it's repeated throughout history where a policy comes in place because of a religious belief. And someone that is in charge says, we're going to do things like this because of religious belief. And somewhere along the line, it got pushed so hard where people were tired of it and said, I am done with having religion forced down my throat. Now, there was a time before that where um, the faith, the good faith of one true God and, and the belief in the creator and all of that was taught and explained through a group of people. And it was like, okay, so this group of people is going to explain this and so on and so forth. And somewhere in the mix, it became religion and it, it kind of became from let me teach this to you to let me force feed this to you and uh that that has continued on and so a lot of what we're seeing today is backlash of people who are just over it i am tired of being force fed on these topics and it, like i said at one point it was religion and uh that's enough to make people feel like oh you believe in god i am 
over that. I've heard that many times. I'm tired of it. Uh, to give you a good example, there's fifth graders today and middle schoolers today that don't know jack about politics. They don't know jack about uh, biblical value or stories or morals. But everything they hear in the in school today has taught them to uh, believe certain uh, characteristics or items. So, you know, like, for example, uh, presidential elects, you know, they look at certain people like, oh, I can't stand them because the majority of people at school can't stand them. Therefore, I'm going to follow that. And then they hear about God and it's like, oh, God tells us we can't do things. And, you know, the majority of people are upset that therefore I'm going to follow that. We're talking about children, children, elementary age and middle school age. And they're being raised to believe like I, I, everyone else is feeling this way. Therefore, I should as well. And um, instead of what I said earlier, which is you should research for yourself. Now, my kids are very small. And they are very innocent and pure. And um, not just my own. Any, any kid their age. I'm talking about young elementary age. So they're very curious. And so when they ask me things, I will present it in a way that's like, yeah, this is what we believe in. This is what the church believes in. This is what our family believes in. Because as the head of my household, I have chosen to believe these things. And uh, that's how they're going to be taught up to a point in their life where I want to be able to break it down for them and say, hey, um, I want you to understand why we believe in what we believe in. And when they get to reach that point in their mind, in their brain, where they need to start identifying why do we do this? And it it goes beyond simply because I'm your dad and I told you so and, and simply because the Bible says so. Therefore, it's like, well, it goes a little deeper than that, actually. And then trying to help them expand and understand that for themselves as individuals instead of like, do this because I said so. Um, That only works for so long. And so I I would want my kids at some point to reach that point in their life and then gain that understanding and that belief for themselves and not just doing it because I I force fed them or I told them they have to. and that I'm going to say it, it's very risky because that means that they have the option to choose and say, well, I don't think I want to believe in this. And as a parent, it breaks my heart and I'm like, oh, no, I, I wish you would. But, you know, I have to be respectful of the fact that they need to make their own decision. And all I can do as a parent is try to lead them in a way that says, well, these values do mean something. These morals do mean something. So going back to... Uh, you know, the policies of America and gas prices and everything else. I'm curious how many people have looked into this and instead of blaming Biden right away, have actually researched and said, why is it the way it is? And what can we do about it? And in many cases, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot you can do. I know it's a bummer. It's a big upset. Some of it is just biting the bullet and being like, hey, buddy, guess what? You're one of many people in all the nation that have to deal with the same problem. Um, can we rise in mutiny and take over the policies and put them in our own uh, powers? And I don't, I, I doubtful. I don't know. I mean, is it worth it? Is it really worth it to have a civil war and figure out how to do things ourselves? I mean, we've tried it in the past. Didn't go so well, you know. Um, I don't know. But regardless, I think... 
the whole point here is that instead of attacking other people so quickly, why not ask yourself the question, why? Why are things like this? Why do I believe in what I believe in? Here's a bigger, deeper question. Do you know what you believe in? Are you certain that what you believe in is truly what you believe in? Or is it because you've heard it somewhere and you're following an echo chamber, whether it's within your family or it's on social media or it's on, uh, you know, just around you all the time because of school or because of work? Are you just following the crowd? Are you just doing what's around you? And, you know, it's like, "Ah, I don't feel like arguing. Therefore, I'm just going to follow this because it's easier to do that instead of, you know, create and voice my own opinion. I think it's very important, you know. Um, I, for one, enjoy having conversations with people that have an extremely opposing opinion to my own. Not because I, I love to debate. Honestly, I don't have energy for that most of the time. But I think it's very intriguing to hear someone else's perspective. Um, and then slamming them down and being like, well, you're wrong because of this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, but I, I think, I guess there is a side of me that does like the debate, but you got to pull it out of me. When I was younger, I'd be more up for it. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, it is what it is. You believe in what you believe in, you know? <laughs> like, but, um, I think, I think it's very important that you try to figure out why you believe in what you believe in and, and ask yourself, is it truly you or is it someone else influencing you or someone else's, someone, some other people's or groups of people? Is it Twitter? Is Twitter influencing you? I can't stand it. You know, I've been on Twitter for like 11 years, allegedly, according to Twitter. They're the ones that remind me that my Twitter reversary is coming up. And uh, I think it said 11, if not 12 years. I don't remember. But um, I, I think I went from like the first couple years on there like tweeting a bunch and then now I probably do like two tweets a year or two or three tweets a year or something and and one of those is, is most likely the Twitter anniversary my Twitter anniversary I'll just retweet whatever they send me and I'm like oh look at that I'm, I'm on Twitter guys but um anyway um yeah all of that because of gas prices <laughs> when, when we were talking about it yesterday uh, all of this stuff started to come up and it made me think I remember when I was a kid and I never would have thought to have these deep conversations about all this stuff you're just kind of forced into it as an adult you just kind of start realizing there's a lot more bigger pictures out there that revolve around everything and uh, it's it's hard to just assume that you can gain all this knowledge and have the wisdom of knowing the right decisions to make all the time Many people have all the knowledge and all these topics I'm talking about and have no wisdom. Uh, can you say, quote unquote, experts? There's a lot of experts out there, self-proclaimed or, or they're given a title, you know, and uh, they don't know what the heck they're talking about. And so I think that's why it's so important to figure out what do you believe in? Why do you believe in it? Is it something you truly believe in or are you just going with the flow? If you're going with the flow, why are you doing that? Because you don't want to deal with opposing minds. Okay, well, that's your decision. Um, is it a safe one? Is it causing mental... Uh, uh, what, what is that word? Um, not... Well, what am I looking for? The opposite of stability. I can't think right now. <laughs> I'm so tired. But anyway... 
Uh, it's just something to ponder about. And the next time you look at a high gas price, <laughs> you can go down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out all this nonsense. Or not. Or you can just pump the gas and be like, okay, I'm done for the day. And go on with your life. But anyway, something to think about. <laughs>